Hey there, Charmers. This is your host, Sunday Eli, and I want to thank you for going ahead and pressing play and getting into the tribe, into the family. If you haven't yet, go ahead and connect with me on social media at Sunday Travels, and that's pretty much everywhere. We also have at Miss Charm School Pod on social media. I would love to connect with you there. Sometimes I poll the audience for questions. Sometimes I pose you guys questions via video and I capture your answers when you guys DM me. So it goes down in the DMs. <laughs> so go ahead and connect with me outside of this podcast on social media for more information and to get deeper into the discussion. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Miss Charm School Podcast and go ahead and share this with a loved one, a friend, your baby daddy, your boo thing, whatever you got going on. Go ahead and share this with your auntie, your mama, your daddy and spark the discussion. We are starting a relationships revolution here on Miss Charm School Podcast and you can catch this podcast episode and every episode across podcast platforms, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey, Charmers. Hey, Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know the drill if you're returning back. Look at you smiling and happy to hear my voice. I'm happy you're here too. (laughs) Come on in, come on in. You know the drill. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Go ahead and get you some yummy libations. You know the drill if if you're back here for another episode. For those of you who are new, let's get into the groove. Come on, catch up. You two years late, all right? (laughs) Go ahead and get you some libations or a libation, I really encourage you to have infused water when you're listening to this podcast because water is life. You are made up of so much a high percentage of water and many of us just aren't drinking enough. So go ahead, get you some mint. If you don't have any mint, squeeze some fresh lemon into some water. Um, Sometimes I like to have warm water like tea pretty much, but boiling water with cinnamon sticks, mm -mm -mm, so good and good for your digestive system as well. Whatever you need, source yourself, check in with yourself, take a couple deep breaths and your body will tell you exactly what you need and get that, all right? And you know me, I always tell you guys, if you need something a little stronger, maybe it's been a day, it's been a week, or you know what, you on vacation, I don't know what you got going on, go ahead and pop you a cork (laughs) if you need to do that too. And come on in and get settled in. I always encourage you to go ahead and take a couple of deep breaths, take three deep breaths, breathing through your nose, holding for four to five seconds, and then exhaling through your mouth. And just go ahead and get settled into this space, all right? I'm so happy y'all back. We're going to get into another juicy episode today. For those of you who are new and you're wondering, what is Miss Charm School Podcast all about? Well, I'm so happy you asked. Miss Charm School podcast is for women who are in transition, women women who are in transition out of their womanhood into their queendom. What does that mean, Sunday? So glad you asked. <laughs> when you're in your womanhood, you're really in a season of me. You're in your me season, sis. It's when you're really focusing on yourself. Your decisions only really impact yourself. You can pick up, go anywhere, do anything. As my mother likes to say, you can eat and break the plate because it's really just about you. 
during your womanhood season, and we do talk about that on this podcast, you're really mastering self. You're doing self-exploration. You're really getting to know yourself, really learning how, what you like, how to express yourself in what you like, figuring out you, sis, and that's foundational. It's fundamental. It's critical to knowing who you are. And when you get elevated into a position of queendom, I really believe that's God appointed. And when you're in your queendom season, your decisions no longer only affect yourself, but your decisions also impact others. They impact nations, nations just meaning groups of people. So that's who Miss Charm School podcast is for. I also have another description that's the description that's plastered across social media, <laughs> Miss Charm School podcast is for women who want to re-engage, boss babes specifically, who want to re-engage their feminine energy, their spirituality, and their sensuality. That should be pretty self-explanatory, right? Feminine energy, what's the difference between feminine energy and femininity? There is a difference. Femininity, to me, are the actions that a woman or a man or anyone can do that are physical outward displays of the feminine. Feminine energy takes the transition away from external things that you do, such as makeup, your hair, your nails, certain types of clothes, wearing dresses, bright colors. All of that is a part of femininity, yes. But feminine energy is moving away from the actions and moving to the energy, moving to a place of being, a state of being. And a state of being versus doing are two very different things. What comes to mind right now is a Facebook post I wrote many years ago when I was in, ooh, I'm dating myself by saying many years ago. Let me correct that. Mm, you know, I'm a young buck still. <laughs> but when I was in university, when I was an undergrad, I was studying Portuguese and I remember making a post on Facebook years ago um, where I talked about the two words in Portuguese, I am. And there's two different ways to say I am. There is I am permanent and I am temporary. And we don't have that kind of distinction in the English language. But I remember making a post about that because I was so profoundly moved by estu, which is I am, like kind of temporary. Like if you say, you estu caminando, which means I'm walking. Or il su, which is I am as well. But I can say il su, or well, I was going to say il su Sunday Eli, right? <laughs> My name. That's not exactly how you would say that in Portuguese, but that's something that's more fixed. Or eu sou menina, I'm a girl. Or uma menina, eu sou uma menina, I am a girl. There we go, that's correct. Or eu sou mulher. Or eu sou uma mulher. Ooh, y'all help me, God, I need to practice. <laughs> but that just means I am a woman, okay? That's more fixed versus I am walking. And I just remember learning about that in school and just being so profoundly moved by the fact that their language has two different I am's, one that's fixed and one that's more fluid. And I kind of envy that in the English language that we don't have something like that because femininity and feminine energy to me can be described in that same way. Femininity could be something temporarily that you're engaging in. But your feminine energy is something that if you, who are born a woman specifically, you have since birth. And I believe that women and men both have masculine and feminine energies in their body. 
um, and you can engage in either one. But I'm specifically talking to the women on this podcast. Feminine energy would be something that you came here with. It's something that's already yours. It's something that's inside of you. And here on this podcast, we as modern boss babes that got our degrees, we own our houses, we got businesses, you know, we do this thing. We out here, okay? The bag is um, captured, the check clears, all right? Like, we're that girl. <laughs> and some of us need to learn how to re-engage our feminine energy because we live in a society, specifically a capitalist society, if you're listening from the United States of America, there's just so much masculine energy, You have to learn how to sometimes fight for things, push for things, climb the corporate ladder. That's a doing behavior. It's not a state of being. And so this podcast, Miss Charm School podcast, is for modern boss babes who are looking to re-engage their feminine energy, their spirituality, and their sensuality. It's all about getting back to a place of beingness. And that sort of segues into what I wanted to talk about today. As you guys know, We are on this new wave of relationships transformation, woo woo. And I really wanna start there. Information does not equal transformation. Information does not equal transformation. Information (laughs) does not equal transformation. And if you think about our digital age today, there is so much information out there on relationships. Some of y'all don't even read books, but then there are many of you that listen that do. And I do realize we have people that listen all around the globe. And so some of you are not in the United States, you're in a different culture. You might be in the UK, you might be in Brazil, you might be in the Caribbean listening to this. I don't know where it's going to find you, but I'm happy you're here. And no matter where you find yourself, there's books on relationships. Even the Bible is full of relationships. And there's so much information you can extract from the relationships in the Bible. There are books on relationships, how to do this, how to do that, how to sex him right, how to get a man in 30 days, how to release and forgive someone. Like there's so many different kinds of text out there and information and then when you add the internet and social media everybody seems to have a podcast or a youtube channel or something instagram clips tiktok channel where they are talking about relationships memes as well okay it's just saturated in the algorithm and i understand why relationships are important It's almost impossible to do life without relationship. Every single person, whether you know your parents or not, came here because two people got busy and conceived you. Or somebody gave their sperm to a lab and then you were in, the sperm was injected into the mother. Another way of getting busy, busy, but just more medical and less, um, I don't know, intimate. (laughs) And then you came here. (laughs) So, um, there's a relationship it takes relationship to even conceive it takes relationship to even bring a human being into the earth and as you grow up in this earth you have friendships you have your caretakers or you raised yourself and your friends became your family whatever it is like we all do relationships we all have to interact with people and so i understand why it's a hot topic 
And I wanted to get into some of the statistics really quickly here, um, and this will be brief. But here in the United States specifically, divorce rates are nearly at 51% in the United States. I'm going to repeat that. The divorce rate in the United States is nearly at 51%. The divorce rate (laughs) in the United States is nearly at 51%. So the majority of people that get married in their first marriage, 51%, almost 51% of people end up leaving that marriage and breaking that covenant And then as you move to your second marriage, it's not that it's impossible, but the second, the marriage rate or the divorce marriage rate of a second marriage jumps to 60% and the divorce rate of a third marriage jumps to 73%. Wow. Wow. And so... We are saturated with information in our market from books to churches to sermons to Bibles to other spiritual texts to uh, redeeming love to a course in miracles to metaphysics, so many different things. Um, And we're saturated in the digital market as well on social media, audio, podcasts, you name it. We're saturated with information on relationships but the numbers say that we're not doing marriage relationships so well. And if I could take that a little bit further, my generation and younger, some of us are just downright not interested in marriage. There are a lot of people that I think are terrified of divorce because it's so prevalent in today's world. Even couples that sometimes we've looked up to, that have been in the public eye, that we've applauded for how they've done it or what we think their love life looks like. And then one day they end in divorce. And so, so many people are terrified of divorce, whether they admit it or not, that people are getting married later. People are, hood to me, hoodwinking themselves into alternative styles of relationship where we'll just be together, we'll just live together, be together, have kids together, just give me loyalty. We don't actually need a marriage. There's so many things that we come up with to try to fix the problem. (laughs) And the problem really is, is that information is not equaling transformation when it comes to our relationships. And so I really am highlighting these statistics because I want us to pay attention to the fact that something is not working. Something is not working in the way that we do relationships, specifically in the United States of America. Other countries, if you're listening from other countries and other locations, there are better rates. <laughs> not everybody has as high of divorce, rate, divorce rates as the United States, but there are other nations where the divorce rates are climbing And, uh, you know, there's other nations that have different, a whole bunch of set of different cultural dynamics that we don't have here in the United States. And sometimes that plays a factor too. I wanna make sure that I say that. So why am I talking about this today? Information doesn't equal transformation. Well, I'm a byproduct of it. I'm a modern boss babe, okay, who's re-engaging her feminine energy, her spirituality, why I never really left that, and her sensuality. 
And I'm transitioning from a state of doing behavior to a state of being. And for me, my parents, I'll give you my story. My parents divorced when I was almost out of high school, like around sophomore year of high school. And it was tough. You know, the foundation of your whole life, which you've always known, just breaks one day. And when I went off to college a couple years after high school was over, my dad used to send me audio tapes, uh, CDs. Yes, they were CDs back then. (laughs) And he used to send me CDs. And those CDs would be on uh, a woman. Her name was Shanti Davis or something like that. And she had surveyed like hundreds and hundreds of men, single men, married men, divorced men, etc., But she had, or they might have been all married men, but she had surveyed this crazy number of men and she came upon several realizations and ended up writing a book about it. And she was being interviewed and my dad listened to the series and bought the series and he would send it to me. And back then he sent it to me saying that, you know, there are some things that maybe you didn't learn from your mom and I want you to get them so that you basically can be better than us when it's your time. And so since, you know, 17 years old, when I'm a freshman at, in college, I really took a deep dive into that information. I studied it and learned it. And then I started getting into other books and other classes and courses. And I've taken courses with mentors and just all this stuff. And I've obtained a ton of information, which is partly the inspiration for Miss Charm School podcast, because I've just gained so much wealth and knowledge over um, a decade plus that I just have so much to share and this is a great place to do it. But also it goes to my point that information does not equal transformation. Even though I've learned a lot, studied a lot, been slain in the spirit, read a lot of scriptures, you know, uh, studied the creation sequence, studied uh, men and women dynamics biblically, read all kinds of other books, alternative type of books, spiritual books, just a lot of stuff on relationships, y'all. Taking classes, teleseminars, live workshops, read books. You know, I've still had my own struggles in relationships. EFT therapy, y'all, I could keep going. I've taken EFT therapy on finding your soulmate, tapped my way through it, read books and listened to audio books about releasing people and letting people go so you can heal from the past and make space for the new person getting ready to walk into your life. Like I've done the meditations, you name it, sis. I've done it, (laughs) just about, okay? And I don't know i i can see in the past the way when i did transform but it's important to remember that transformation is something that happens internally so it's one thing to have information it's another thing to really transform yourself mentally spiritually and when you do that when you really do the inner self work when you really do the inner self work it's inevitable that there's going to be a change that you experience outwardly. It's inevitable. And a lot of us are receiving so much information and maybe, you know, we go back to our list and then we learn to rip up the list and then we learn to pray and meditate about it. And we prayed and meditated about it and the person showed up and we got excited, but then we went back to being in our little girl and throwing temper tantrums and giving the silent treatment and not bringing our voice forward. 
or when we did bring our voice forward, we cussed them out and we emasculated the person. And now we got to go back and apologize, but you can't take the words back that you spilt into the atmosphere. They ever, they forever exist. It doesn't matter how many times you apologize for it. So maybe your lesson is to close your mouth a little bit or learn a better way to Um, give feedback or learn how to ask better questions. I did a podcast episode on that. When you're dealing with a male specifically, learning to ask would and will statements, and that even works for the workplace, instead of can you do this or would, you know, you need to say, would you? I've been practicing, so it comes out a little bit easier. Would you do this? Will you help me with this? Would you schedule this, right? Um, And you could check out that episode if you would like, but there's so many different like small things for us to sharpen ourselves on but a lot of times we're just taking in information and we're just oh nope that didn't work scratch try this we tried it it worked for a little bit then we went back to our old ways and we screwed it up no then we let fears creep in and we talked ourselves out of our blessing that god blessed us with i mean there's just so many things so the point is that we need to have transformation even when it comes to this podcast Don't let this podcast be just more information. But when I'm sharing with you all, I'm really encouraging you to do the life work that is the transformation. And I promise you, when you do the life work, when you sit with your journal and you pray, and then you sit silently and you meditate and you say, God, what do you want to say to me? Or you ask God questions, God, What do you think about this? A question is a question, has a question mark at the end. And a lot of us are praying, but we're not asking God any questions that have a question mark on the end. And sometimes those of you who are practicing asking questions to God, you're not really open to the answer. Your ears aren't open or you're not sitting in meditation and quiet so you can have the answer. You're not carving out the time. Or sometimes God is bringing the answer by you, but you're not paying attention to it or you're mentally talking yourself out of it. I know I'm hitting on somebody's toes right now because I can feel it. Mm-mm-mm. So I really want to encourage us, myself included, to not just let information just stop there. That, oh, we know better. We know better. We know better. And let's stop pointing the finger at the other person. Well, if I could just find a woman that would submit to me, why don't you focus on being a better man? If I could just find a man that would communicate his feelings emotionally and stop talking, I mean, not stop talking, start talking, <laughs> you know, no, it's we're not in the business of pointing the finger at another person of what they can do better. Right now, this podcast specifically is about reengaging ourselves so that we can be the best version. And when we transform mentally, spiritually, emotionally, when we have an interchange, guess what? Everything outside of you already changes. It goes back to my point of saying estu and su in Portuguese. It's two I am's, but one is temporary and one is permanent. We want to make the shift into the permanent. We want to move from practice of I am walking to I am. Ooh, that's powerful because it just made me think of God when he was talking to Moses and God said, who Moses said, who shall I say sent me when I go tell Pharaoh to let my people go? And God said, tell him that I am that I am sent you. And what I love about God, can I brag on God for just, I don't know, I was going to say five seconds, but it's probably going to be longer than five seconds. 
let me brag on God. God is boss, big boss, okay? Because I am that I am is just boss statement. It means it is. It is, it is. It always will be, it always will be. It was what it was. It is what a T.I. is. I am that I am. I'm so much of that I am that I echo myself. I'm so much of myself. I'm so rooted in my beingness that it echoes throughout the universe. Tell them that the I am sent you. And that's what we are practicing being. We are practicing being in our I am. We are practicing caminando. Eu estou caminando. I'm walking. We're practicing transferring the walking into the state of I am that I am. We want to embody this material. What I get on this podcast sharing with you, it's not Sunday. Sunday goes out and walks this in her life and practices it in her life. I make mistakes. I fall. I get back up. I cry. I pray to God. I get frustrated. Sometimes, you know, I'm dating right now. Yes. Sometimes these knuckleheads get on my nerves and I'm frustrated and I don't understand. And (laughs) I have to go in my toolbox and pull out my tools and calm myself down. And, you know, it's a practice. It's a practice. It's like ballet or going to the gym or doing samba. I love samba. You have to practice. You want a certain type of body? You have to get in there and make it happen. You want to feel good and light when you wake up every day? It matters what you eat. It matters what the thoughts you think in your brain. Thoughts are things. It matters what you consume with your eyes and with your ears because that influences your thoughts. All of that stuff is a practice and it can feel overwhelming when you look at it at the pie, the big picture. But if you just start chipping at one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, before you know it, you are in your queendom. You are a woman who is re-engaged in her feminine energy and her sensuality and her spirituality. And people are coming to you and sitting at your feet and they want to learn how can they be more engaged because you are being her. You moved from the walking to the being. You moved from the walking to the I am. And it's critical, please hear me, For those who have an ear, please hear. It's critical. I know all of us want to do relationships. Even those of you who are listening who are no longer single dating, but you're dating in marriage. You should be dating in marriage. You and your husband or you and your wife, if you're a male listening, should have date nights and stuff like that. Keep it fun. Keep it spicy, okay? But even if you're in that state, information can't just stop at information. There has to be transformation. And it's not your job to try to transform your spouse. It's your job to do the work, to have the emotional, spiritual, and mental transformation within yourself so that naturally your outer world aligns. And that's the beautiful power about women is that when we do the work, we have a tendency to naturally attract all that aligns with who we are naturally you don't even have to try (laughs) that's what all this soft life conversation is about anyway women are waking up and some of us we do it out of an immature state like well i i'm a woman and i don't have to do anything i just show up and i'm supposed to receive and we like that Mm -hmm. and there's truth to that but some of us are like promoting that conversation out of a demanding spirit 
And you don't need to demand that anybody do anything for you because when you're a transformed woman, when you're, that's a woman that's just operating in information. She's walking. She's walking. But when you move from the I am temporary to the ilsu, I am permanent, when you make that transition, you don't ever have to say, do this or do that or you know I need a man that's gonna be doing this for me and I need it you don't even have to have that conversation let me tell you something okay slight tangent I was out of the country I was in Portugal had an amazing time woo woo okay can't wait to go back woo woo want to live there one day look at that (laughs) but when I was flying back from Europe I remember opening my phone and just like, you know, I hadn't really been on social media. I was capturing videos and stuff, but I wasn't really like looking at the conversations other people were having online. I was just posting my life and then logging off and getting back to it because it was so amazing. But when I was flying back, I was like, let me see what's going on in the world. So I got on this social platform and that social platform and this social platform. And I was just browsing and looking and checking. And immediately I was like, oh, I can't go back to these conversations I can't go back to these, to me, lowbrow crabs in a bucket, you know, conversations. And I, I'm trying to think of some of the topics right now so I could share with you guys, but it was just like, ew, why? Like, y'all still talking about that? <laughs> Which is very, you know, kind of nose in the sky for me. I'm like, mm, I've been in Europe, you know, almost two weeks and y'all still talking about that? Like, there's a whole world out there worth living. Like, y'all out here on the internet posing questions about like, you know, can a woman ever really love you if her baby daddy's in the picture? Like, just, you know, just the stuff that we talk about that's just like, why are we spending our time and our energy like there? Because what you're focusing on, you're expanding it and you're constantly creating it in your reality. Do all men cheat? You know, is a woman faithful? Can can men take what what they dish out to women? Can men actually take it back? It's like, y'all still talking about that? That's how I felt. And I remember sitting next to my friend on a plane and I just turned it or I was sitting next to her in the lobby or something. I just turned it to her and I was like, this is what we talking about back home in America online. I was like, I I don't have any patience for these conversations and you shouldn't either. But I think more so than it being my nose in the air about the conversation, it's more so that I can see the, the gap between where I currently am right now and the conversations I'm having versus obviously conversations I used to maybe be a part of because they were popping up on my socials. (laughs) So I can see the growth within myself. And that wasn't just me being in Europe. That's me doing this level of work. And it does take work, sis. And bruh, bruh, it takes work. It takes work. It takes putting on your big girl panties. It takes healing childhood wounds. It takes, you know, looking at the relationship that you have with your mother, looking at the relationship you have with your father and doing some deep healing work. It takes transforming, not just gaining new information that, mm, okay, maybe I had some daddy issues or mm, I thought I healed my daddy mommy issues, but I realized there's a little bit more residue. It takes doing forgiveness. I did an episode on the five five-step forgiveness process it takes forgiveness it takes opening up writing stuff out 
It takes crying it out. It takes maybe even going to a therapist if you need to. Sometimes therapy can be taking an African dance class where you go and you're stomping or you're vibing with the drums and the literal vibration of the music is moving the stagnant energy out of your body. For me, I love Samba for that very reason. It's a high for me. I love it, love it, love it, okay? It takes doing different things. For some people, it's music bowls and sitting and humming and, and chanting and getting up every day and lighting their candle and burning their sage and their incense. And I know sometimes we feel like it don't take all that. But for somebody, that little routine helps remind them. It helps ground them. It helps them transform. It helps them mentally stop and slow down and say, you know what? I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to transform myself. For some people, it's cutting up their fruit before they eat it. For some people, it's getting up in the morning making a smoothie. For some people, it's changing their lifestyle, working out or changing their food. It may manifest for you in different ways because we're all different people. But the point is, do, we got to do the work if we definitely specifically want to have the transformation in relationships that clearly so many of us around the globe are not doing that well at. All right. So I thank you so much for listening. You know, I love y'all. You know, I do. And yes, I want to encourage you. Don't just stop at gaining information. And also guard your ears. There's um, a scripture that talks about the different gates. And your eyes are gates. Your ears are gates. Your mouth is a gate. And I love that because we don't often think about like your mouth is... Well, I'll add for women, your vagina is a gate. And oftentimes we don't do a great job of guarding our gates. Sometimes we don't, we're not that mindful of like the stuff we're watching. We're just watching it. Sometimes we're not that mindful of what we're listening to. We're just listening. Or you can listen to a song and be like, oh, the beat is just mm, make you want to dance, make you want to shake some. But then when you go back and listen to it, you're like, this song actually is trash. Like the lyrics are terrible. There are things in our culture that we are not mindful of. We're just listening to it, eating it, viewing it, or sleeping with it. And it's plugging our system. It's infiltrating our body. We are a living, breathing thing. If a knife can cut you, best believe... <laughs> listening to something, eating something, viewing something, letting someone into your body definitely affects you. It affects you. You are a living, breathing being with a soul and a spirit. And thank you for Jesus that saves us from ourselves when we get ourselves, well, we all have sin, so we all gotten ourselves dirty and, and it's a mess, okay, myself included. So I'm grateful for my savior. And that's why I always tell you guys, have your spiritual practice. But also let's do better at what we watch, what we view on our phones, what we view on our digital devices, what we put in our ears, what we listen to, what we put in our bodies, especially those of you who are women. But there's also men, well, I'm gonna just stop there. Okay, I'm just gonna stop there, y'all. But be mindful of what you put in your body, okay? There's multiple holes, that's all I'm saying, all right? Let's just be real, okay? Be mindful of what you're listening to, what you're eating. Be mindful of what's coming out of your mouth. The Bible said that out of the mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks. 
So sometimes if you're the type of person that's cussing and being foul, you know, and okay, I cuss too, but like when you're cussing, like cussing somebody out stink or there's like evil coming out of your heart or hatred coming out of your heart or you say like mean, slick things or, you know, there's some people that like say one thing, but they mean something else. So they're manipulative. I call that a little bit manipulative when they speak or there's some people that are liars. Like they don't even know why they just told a white lie, but they just lied. Like uh, the abundance out of the mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks. What's in your heart? What's infiltrated your heart? We've got to be more mindful. We've got to do the work. We've got to heal the wound. Some of you, you know, well, my dad didn't do this and my dad didn't do that. You got to heal. You got to transform that. You got to transform that. And you got to move past understanding. Some of us, let's say you had a good relationship with your parents and I'm going to get off my soapbox, right? And, you know, well, you know, they're not perfect, but overall, you know, I understand. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to transform it because we stop at understanding. You can understand, you know, a mentor, a parent, a teacher, but it doesn't mean that you weren't affected by something that they did. It does not mean that they dropped the ball in some area that you were really looking for them to step up in. It doesn't mean that they were perfect and that you have to then just accept that, well, you know, I understand. Okay, you can understand, but move past understanding into the transformation. And oftentimes that takes healing and forgiveness work. Acknowledging that what you didn't get from your parent shaped you to be more of the person you are today. You have the values that you have because oftentimes of things we got from our parents that were good and things that we got from our parents that weren't so good that we mentally told ourselves as kids, I'll never do it like that. I'll do it like this. If if you have parents who were on drugs and they were strung out, some of you decided at a young age, I'll never touch drugs and alcohol and you haven't. And so even though you may look down on it, It helps shape you to who you are. That's something to transform a perspective about and therefore have gratitude. You know what? I can thank my parents for their lifestyle choices because it showed me what not to do. And then there's some people who parents was out here in the streets and then they was like, well, my parent was out here, so I'm out here. And that's what I that's what I saw. So that's what I am. And you need to transform that, too. You know what? I didn't get it from my parent, but I want to be better. I want to do something better. I want to see myself past what I saw growing up. So I'm going to go out and try to get a new teacher, get a new mentor, read a book. But don't just stop at the information. It's time to take information and to transform it mentally, get it into our minds, do the uh, repetition, affirmations, prayer, meditation, journaling, being mindful of what you watch, what you listen to, what you eat, how you speak. There's a book a friend of mine borrowed that I have called Hung by the Tongue. It's a very old book and it's a very small book, but it specifically talks about how to be mindful of your words because your words are constantly creating your life. Every time you open your mouth to speak, you are made in the image of the I am that I am. And so every time you open your mouth to speak, you are vibrating. A vibration is coming out of your mouth into the atmosphere and you are creating your life. And when you charge those words with an energy, with an emotion, it's creating that much more stronger. That's a whole nother episode. Then you start getting into metaphysics and a whole bunch of other stuff that I would be so happy to talk to y'all about, okay? Because clearly I can go on about it. (laughs) 
But I want to encourage you today, don't just stop at information. Let's move to transformation, y'all, because it's worth it. You are worth it. Your future family's worth it. The generations coming after you are worth it. Just think about people in, I was going to say Bible figures, but just think about Mahatma Gandhi or Oprah Winfrey or Barack Obama or Michelle Obama or Selma Hayek or Frida or anyone that we, you know, Malcolm X or Martin Luther King Jr. Muhammad Ali or LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Serena Williams or Venus Williams. Like just think about anybody that you hold in high esteem in tech and music and fashion, whatever it is that you pay attention to. That person had to make a mental decision to say, you know what, I'm going to do something different. And every time they face defeat, ooh, this is speaking to me. Every time they face defeat, every time it looked like it wasn't going to work out, every time they want to give up on themselves, every time they wanted to quit throwing a ta- throwing a towel, every time it got hard, every time their responsibilities increased and they felt like, oh my God, I'm a snap, I'm not going to make it, they pushed through. Somehow they pushed through. I'm not saying they never faced setbacks or backlash or but somehow they pushed through. And because they pushed through, some of them faced rape, some of them faced eviction, some of them slept in their car, Tyler Perry, some of them were homeless. Um, I'm thinking of Tiffany Haddish. There's so many people that pushed through health, health scares and sickness and disease and guaranteed they faced some type of struggle, but they found some people didn't even get to their success until they were in their 40s or their 50s. So they have 40 years of pushing through, 50 years of pushing through until it broke for them. That takes mental, spiritual, and emotional transformation. And that's what I want for you and for me and our love relationships because that is the bedrock of all generations, of every nation, of every country. The bedrock of it is a couple getting together and deciding to live together, to have a family together, to expand a community, to be in a community. It takes us to continue this thing that we know as earth. It takes us, it's that simple, but it's that real. And so we have to move from information to transformation. Let's do this, y'all. Let's have a relationships revolution. I love you, Charmers. Share this episode. It was good, wasn't it? It even blessed me. It was good. I love you all. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.